players all around the world are asking, can you hear me now? Just like we had issues with this show. Viavox is having issues with Hell Let's uh, Loose. Uh, the developers give us a state of play where they cover a variety of issues. Tankers, make sure you're aware, make sure you're reading this. And let's see if you have confidence in what the developers are going to provide. We cover the winter seasonal. Uh, two weeks are down. Who's coming up? Who's coming out? And finally, we have a candid conversation about the Asian uh, communities and uh, some aspects about it with uh, players in uh, Asia and one of our very own here in the Hell Let Loose training camp. This is episode four of Hell Let's Talk. Alright, Digi, we are finally, finally here. Gotta love it. Uh, we, 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 had a, we had a little audio issues, and when we make a show focused about Hell Let Loose having audio issues, it just winds up <laughs> so appropriate right into the talk show. Oh, boy. So wow, somebody's getting rusty over here. <laughs> gotta love it, gotta love it. Oh, gotta love it. I can't believe we made it to episode four, though, dude. It's, it's wild. It is. Where are we at? Ten, ten weeks now. Ten, ten weeks, weeks in production. This, ten uh, good weeks. And I got to thank the community for everything. Uh, Digi, what have you been up to in the last couple of weeks since we last broadcasted? Oh, uh, shooting and dying, shooting and dying, you know, cringing at my stats when they pull the admin logs on seasonal. Same old, same old. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. And I think actually we got C-Dub back for this show. Uh, we're kind of going to do it like a sports segment. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to give us a little bit of those tidbits that you maybe haven't seen on Reddit yet. Um but Digi, four shows down, as always. I got the big boy uh, beer here. Cheers to this episode, and uh, let's have some fun. Cheers. Uh, Easy enough. This is... it's green. And guaranteed to knock you on your ass. Unless you're Dextro DNA like me. If you are, it'll kill you. Anything else? Let's have another one. There you are. Anything else? So, Digi, I think we we talked about communication issues. I think you actually found something that maybe we want to show on the show here. Yeah, you know, every dev brief has mentioned the voice issues and working with Vivox and, you know, we're seeing it here on the show, but I think we found like a long lost commercial, you know, early production. Um, it might be familiar to some of you. So let's take a look yeah, at that I now. Think, I think we'll go ahead and cue it up here. How about now? How do you build America's Good. largest VoIP service? By never being satisfied. Hey, can you hear me now? How about now? Nice. So no matter where your command Hello? goes. Hello, can through. you hear me? I'm holding down C. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Where you at, bitch? Bvox communication is critical. Can you hear me? We never stop working for you. And that that right there, I, I think. <laughs> Digi, top I think, dollar right there, uh, dude. I think you had as much fun making that as Morty had producing it. Uh, shouts <laughs> out for uh, to Chef, the man with the deep voice, the sultry uh, Verizon parody there. Uh, much better than me. <laughs> much better, much better, much better than me. But uh, yeah, so Viavox, uh, I think a lot of players are uh, aware that you have the game producers, uh, Team 17 and Black Matter, 
have. But it's part- not the first time. That's yeah. the thing. It, it's a recurring issue that seems to be coming out of this this company uh, that does the voice communications for the game. Yep. So Viavox, we actually got their uh, homepage pulled up here, is actually a part of Unity. And I, I wanted to dive in. I wanted to know a little bit more about these guys. Like, is this a fly by night kind of company? And the reality is, isn't. Uh, we'll go ahead and pull this up. Uh, you know, they, they have right here uh, on their uh, screen all the pl- games that they uh, support. And some of these are pretty big name games. Rainbow Six, Smite, PUBG, League of Legends. I mean, these are games where I don't see the outcry or having the issues. Trusted by the best and biggest games. I mean, it's it's there. Like, these are some major, major AAA productions and exactly. using this company. So why is it coming down to hell at loose having yep. issues? And, and it's not just, you know, I think this, why this episode was focused on this as the subtitle was that it's not just, hey, a few sporadic players. The issue is increasing. And as Digi said, every single communication the devs are putting out, they're talking about the communication not happening in game and having yeah, issues. Just not one single small problem. It's it's I think it's a layered issue that, uh, you know, they're continuing to work towards progress. Um, <laughs> the current fix that's been suggested repeatedly is some players, you can reconnect a uh, voice over IP by disconnecting and then reconnecting your microphone headset combo. But we want to hear from you guys. Like, is that actually work for you guys? I, I, I got a hard mic here and I, I've been noticing it doesn't really get that much of a bug, but uh, I can't re-disconnect this rig as easily as a, as a USB or, or a three millimeter jack microphone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's I, I've had the issue with myself. Uh, I, it was sporadic. I maybe had it once over like the last two or three weeks. It's happened more often. Mm-hmm. It kind of comes in and out. There's been a couple theories that have been floating around mm. about this. One is it's a uh, lag issue with uh, going to the Viavox servers and coming back. If it doesn't create that handshake, it cut, cuts you out. And if you try to re-establish uh, that handshake, it'll bring you back in. Um, there is a theory out there that that's a good one. Yeah, Hell Let Loose can only support 5,000 players. Uh, if you actually click through on the website, you'll see there's a free version of Viavox that allows 5,000, and then there's a paid one. I, I think by now we would have assumed that uh, Team 17 has paid their voiceover IP bill. Uh, so this there, there are some technical things. They're working on it. Uh, there's no defined uh, solution. If you're having the issues, they set up a Discord channel, hop over there. Uh, but uh, we feel you. The entire play base feels you. Maybe use Discord. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, it uh, always kicks back to it. <laughs> indeed. indeed. Uh, so uh, the other things that kind of came out, which we teased on a little bit uh, in the last show, we did under uh, we just don't got time to talk about this, was the MG34. It was teased. It was, hey, do you know the screenshot? Everybody got onto it. Like, oh, I think it was within a, two minutes. Everybody had it pretty everybody much pinned down it. to that. <laughs> so, but now we got a video of what it sounds like and what it might actually be in game. Um, I don't know if there's still going to be any tweaks to it, but this is the video we've got. Yeah, so while I play this video, go ahead and t- talk to us a little bit about the characteristics they've in- introduced uh, on this uh, this weapon. Well, it's a slower rate of fire than the other MG that the Germans currently have. It'll have less recoil as a result, um, but it's a smaller belt and it's the sol- same total ammo. So, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Like, you'll have uh, basically more reloading and cycling. I mean, I almost think of it as a, b- a faster bar. But it, it'll, in essence, that's, I think, what they're trying to capsulate with bringing this weapon into the battlefield. So it'll be a question of what roles uh, it'll be dished out to if it's just an MG gunner or they actually start to look at like an assault rifle 
um, alternative as well. Yeah. So and MG42 will be available at class level three. So yeah. you still got to unlock it. And I think that for the, like the five people that main machine gun, maybe they're excited <laughs> yeah. about this. Uh, yeah. For me, I, I think a lot of people just kind of panned over this. What stuck out to me was this one line that said, uh, we will be uh, weapon zeroing will be corrected to pre ballistic sensitivities to gunplay. So if there's one thing that the entire community just like notices that just a small, small uh, adjustment, it's gunplay. And so while the MG-34 was introduced with debrief, uh, officially introduced with debrief uh, 111, these weapon zeroing, these kind of different items, things of this nature, uh, I, I, I'm a little, I'm kind of keeping an eye on that. I, I want to see exactly how that plays out. Um, mm -hmm. Outside of the dev brief, specific to uh, the Hell Let's Talk uh, Twitter, uh, you notice on this, uh, this video, it, talk, it presents the Russian front. A couple of episodes mm -hmm. back. We got into and we kind of threw a theory out there, a bold prediction that it might Stalingrad, stick. Yeah, that Stalingrad was the next map. If you actually go to a Twitter account, the Hell Let uh, Hell Let Loose official Twitter liked that episode. I'm not drawing, you know, maybe maybe a jump, little jump early, but uh, Stalingrad confirmed. I don't know. Would it would love to have it? <sighs> well, it's one of the most iconic uh, uh, battles that happened on the Eastern Front. So I think, uh, you know, every game has made a crack at it. That's been a World War Two basis um, <laughs> from all the way to Call of Duty 2. I mean, like there's I think Stalingrad, you can do it really well or you can do it really poorly. So I'm really looking forward to see what the devs have brought us in. And, you know, if it's the PPSH with the uh, drum magazines running in blown up ruined buildings of Stalingrad like I'm all for it I can't wait to see what they have lined up for us on the eastern front indeed indeed so uh besides those I think the most news that came out of the developers uh, was probably in dev brief 112 uh which uh kind of was a state of play you have a state of the mm -hmm. nation address here and if you're a tanker I I'm feeling for you buddy this we all update, feel for you update nine to me, if you are enjoying Hell Let Loose, Update 9 is going to make or break this game for you. Either you're just going to jump off the bandwagon or it's going to be just this exhale of just yeah, finally. So let's go over <laughs> some of the main parts of the state of, uh, the state of play, what they talked about the tankers. Obviously, with the graphics on the screen, they formally introduced the Stug 3 and the Panzer 4. These Stug images Life. Are, Stug Life. That was, a, that was about to be the subtitle for this show. Gotta be living mm. that Stug life. Tank killers, man. I cannot wait for the tank killers to oh, come dude. in here. And, and the Stug is just such a beautiful tank. It's low profile. Oh, uh, it's images so on here. Uh, I will say there's another World War II game that I pulled these models off of. These are not the exact ones, but you can expect them to look something like this. Panzer mm -hmm. IV, you'll probably see it as a medium tank coming in, uh, maybe a variant to uh, the Panther. I hope that side armor just bounces 76 shells. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen with that? Uh, you know, that's, I don't know. That's, just, that's just gorgeous to look at. <laughs> there'll, there'll be like a third panel lower left side that becomes a one shot. But that's what they talk about. They talk, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just hit this mark right here, this bolt, and it's yeah. an insta kill. <laughs> but that's but they what they're that they're talking to, to address yep. is that hit reg. So hopefully by the time the stug is out, we're going to see that uh, registration issues be a thing of the past. Yeah. So and they, they had that with the armor mechanic overhaul. Uh, it sounds like they got nailed on it. And I marked that as, hey, sounds like they got confident with green arrow up at the top of that list. The MG hit registration. Uh, they went through and talked about, hey, this is the mechanics we had in here. Here's how we applied. We know it's not working. We got that fixed. What they didn't quite give me confidence of uh, during the state of the play was HE shell effectiveness. They basically said, mm -hmm. yeah, we see that you're firing two, th two feet away from a guy and like he gets up. It doesn't even well, dust how, himself um, off. 
Yeah, it, it really it, they they just shifted so hard on that HE uh, radius effect. So the gibbing mm -hmm. is is definitely significantly less, and it just oh, yeah. it's just way off at this point. I think. Uh, yeah, they just need to kind of get around all these obstacles and the hit registration and, you know, penetration is like it's all being a factor in. I mean, with the HER, you know, when you're sending an artillery around, it's kind of off. It's just, Indeed. Yeah. So, but they said we're going to continue to monitor this after the update, which kind of leads me to mm -hmm. say they don't exactly have it done. I think this would be a great thing, especially with how important tanks in this game. Push update nine. On a public test server before it goes live let's see all the players let's see this happening because i think if you don't nail these three things along with the other armor mechanics uh, it's it's gonna be uh it's you're gonna lose a certain population of this game so yeah uh, there's also, some there's some diehards uh, i mean i think we even have a couple in her chat here that all they do is tank main and i mean that's that's a significant portion they they're there for the the vehicles that have been brought in um just i mean it's a car component at this point in the game i mean you really can't win a pub match uh, unless tanks are, are rolling in strong with you. Indeed. Uh, there was a couple of other things mentioned in the state of uh, the play here. Uh, what were some of those that you had there? Did you get marked up? Um, so, yeah, state of the play, like uh, I think Max really he put on a good Reddit post a breakdown on one of the posts there and really covered a lot of the other big topics. So there's been noted grass issues. And, you know, this is like, what, are they loading in? Are they not loading in? Where's the wheat? You know, where is where's the foliage? So it's really comes down to some issues. Uh, they've found an Unreal Engine and we'll no longer and uh, like unload and try to reload. But it, ultimately, it sounds like they've got a game plan of what they how they want to approach it. Like Max's quote here from his post is the Unreal Engine wants to draw the grass in across the whole map in an arbitrary order. This is ultimately a simplified version of what is really going on. The reality is that the code is quite complex and altering it will make it harder to upgrade engine ver versions in the future. But we believe this is absolutely critical to creating the best experience possible. Alongside this, we've disabled foliage scaling across the game, meaning that all players will now see bushes and grass consistently, no matter what your settings are. Thank if it's God. medium Thank all the way God. to epic, right? I, I I still have medium foliage set. I haven't, you know, altered it back. And <laughs> <laughs> but it, it does sound like, you know, it, it really it, there's no there's no perk and advantage to having it set at a lower setting, which will be nice. Um, the other thing that they did mention that got me real teased because I've been playing Hell at Loose for a year and a half now. The meta in red zone garrisons could be coming back. Uh, it needs to. And it needs to. I got I got to just quote Max here from what he said in his post was we'll be looking at the introducing the ability to place garrisons in the red territory, but in a way that stops. The ninja garrison being a Aww. viable tactic. Oh, <laughs> defense is hard. You, you know, and the, I, I think it's hilarious <laughs> because everybody that's been playing since update six like says nobody builds garrisons. Nobody builds garrison. No, no, no. Everybody that's on offense always built garrisons. It's no that nobody builds mm -hmm. defensive garrisons. Uh, so I, I think I think this is. It's uh, it's a dynamic I can't wait to have returned. I mean, it just it brings in more fluid. Um, offensive capabilities. I hate it's grid lined, right? I mean, that's not a natural curvature where the front shows up. I mean, the grids make clear sense to identifying it's, you know, an E4 keypad nine, whatever. But it, like, that's great for that sense, but not for the overall sense of like where the fighting should happen. The fighting never happens in a straight line 
um, except like on Omaha on the starting beach. I mean, it's really it's a dynamic creature that I think bringing those back is going to allow for more interesting gunfights. But I'm really curious to see how they tackle it. So you can't get in behind and then drop yeah. the Garrett and then all of a sudden, boom, you got 40, 40 players spawning in on it. Right. I think at least what we're going to see is a half track. We're going to see some type of mobile spawn. It sounds like mm-hmm. they put Ooh, that, that out. Be interesting. The, yeah. te- the community generally said, yeah, sure. You know, that's not bad. So I think that's probably a middle ground. The question is going to be, you know, is that the only one? Do they allow some regions kind of like offensive mode, something of that nature? I, I think um, it- it's it's definitely needed to keep the predictability. Shout out to Wild Bill jamming on his uh, last video mm-hmm. talking about how garrisons at 200 meters only in blue zone, it just creates predictability because there's only so many logical places to put a garrison on this map. So uh, you open it up, maybe the distance you adjust with it, it needs to be done. We, I, th- I think it's had long enough to know that update six was probably the uh, best spot. Uh, they also talked a little bit about localization. I think this is the closest thing that uh, the developers uh, did to acknowledge the Asian population increase and the mm-hmm. uh, as far as different servers. Um, you know, they talked about servers coming up. We're going to put more in it uh, and, you know, change around some languages on that. But they really didn't uh, acknowledge it as much as I think the community would want him to. And with it, to their credit, it's a hard topic to tackle. Very. Um, yeah. In fact, Digi, you firsthand tackled it later on here on the show. So we're, we're kind of teasing that. Uh, we'll tease that it was, out a little bit. We'll see what tease. happens. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so uh, foreshadow. So, so that was the news. Like I said, a lot of things that kind of coming, uh, but really what happened over the last two weeks was the winter seasonal. And we mm-hmm. are introduced once again by our sports correspondent, C-Dub. There he is. I, I, I actually see them. Were you working on the stats right during the show right now? Is that how <laughs> dedicated you are? I was tweaking the, the wording <laughs> and stuff, so I didn't uh, stay on topic and stuff. So, C um, Dub, yeah. uh, give us our update on the HLL winter seasonal. C Dub, like what, what, what was the shocker in this uh, first couple rounds that have happened? I mean, is there anything that's surprised you from your initial assessments? Well, it's been uh, two really great rounds of uh, play. A lot of really good teams competing in this tournament. Um, so maybe some uh, surprises or awesome matches that happened in round one. Um, Spit KRT upset LS. You know, they were, they were a newer mm-hmm. team and whatnot. LS was looking to be pretty strong in the tournament. Um, you know, they, they took second last seasonal. And actually, LS went 0-2 in the tournament, which is just uh, a highlight how how incredible the level of play in this tournament is right now. Um, the other thing, uh, really great round one match between uh, the line in 20th versus 82nd. Um, that was it was tightly on fought. Mar- yeah, it was on St. Mary a lot of back and forth. Um, if anyone think- has a chance to go watch the VODs, highly recommend. It was a great Did match. The, I think the center cap flipped two, three times during the full Something like that, minutes. yeah. Uh, a really good like battle. Three. It was really yeah. well played both sides. Um, really great match to highlight uh, teamwork and whatnot from uh, what you can see in competitive play. So... Uh, let's maybe talk about some of the upcoming matches that are going to be pretty good. Yeah, what are um, the ones to not miss uh, as far as resulting goes? So maybe a little bias here, but uh, EXD and HLTC is looking up to be uh, a really great matchup. Um, yeah, again, we're a little biased, but uh, Exodus come get your streams. Is- <laughs> come get your streams at the training camp. Got five well, streamers. 
No and, map and, covers. And it'll be, it'll be a one, great show from One yeah. Direction. <laughs> C-Dub, I think the, one of the best things you like about this is this tournament is the pick ban phase. And one interesting aspect about this match is that we are going to be playing on the same map, same side as the last one. So yeah. uh, <laughs> for, for we must have our straps, in, right? Uh, in the ban phase, it was uh, we got the HLCC got first ban and I banned yep. something and EXE uh, ninjas just same same and it was just every <laughs> single time but i mean you get to the point in the tournament right where uh you know what both, it's gonna boil to teams really yeah. understand the meta well um really understand priorities and stuff in that band phase and uh stuff like that's gonna happen right like uh yeah. you know once you figure out what's most balanced and stuff like that so um, how about uh how about the redemption bracket c-dub what, what are we oh, looking yes. down this is we got to talk about this oh gosh the yeah lower bracket in the or the lower half of the losers bracket it contains four teams that are all like pretty good right um the line 20th had that close close match mm -hmm. for the 82nd um by no means a pushover okay one of the favorites for the tournament like top three teams we we're talking about last week um don't let the school against uh score against wth fool you of uh 05 uh wth came away talking nothing but amazing things on how good okay was mm -hmm. um it's more a state of the meta with 05 than anything Phoenix is a really great team, right? They're knocking out LS. They got stuck against Exodia's first round. Um, and then whoever loses out of CFR NPA is at the bottom in that meat grinder. Both of those teams are really solid with CFR having some of the best armor in Hello Loose and NPA just being a very veteran group. Very good. They're actually playing right now. Um, and the winner of that match plays WTH and the loser goes into that meat grinder of a lower bracket. Yeah, I'll all, all good games all around. I mean, I, I really, you know, from playing the ones we've done to watching some of the ones that have been going on, I think this is just a really well balanced tournament. Uh, you know, it's been great fights. Um, I think the seeding system was working pretty well when they were drafting this up. Thank you, Heidegger. Shout out to yeah. that man. So I'm yeah, gonna make a bold prediction a, here. I'm, I'm gonna we make a bold prediction. Shout out to Heidegger for uh, running this and deal, he, dealing with our, our uh, bullshit. Dude, too. He, he gets he gets enough. <laughs> he doesn't need any more. He's got his own fan club. He's got his you know what is it? Beyonce's got her beehive. You know he's probably got his Heidi's or something like that. The Heidi's. Uh, oh the god. <laughs> Let's not make that a thing. Oh, uh, uh, maybe it, last I, that Cover on the winter seasonal. We got to talk about uh, Odd Company coming in to replace Spit. Um, mm -hmm. So Spit was allied with KRT. Spit dropped, um, and OC will be filling in to ally with KRT. We know uh, KRT is a really experienced uh, group, solid players, Good and they'll guys. be joined now by Odd Company, OC. Um, for maybe guys, uh, people that don't know Odd Company, they're a medium-sized group of uh, quite experienced comp vet comp vets right um these guys uh, they have very good shooters right um you can see their combat scores in uh, mixed event stuff squad line battles very good um they do like multiple trainings a week and stuff in these matches uh, again very experienced um and really as a community they're focused on being a positive influence in hell let loose and uh, personally uh, i know a couple of them and they're pretty cool guys yeah, exactly That's really the good type to hear. of people you want to have. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to make a bold prediction here. We're going to get uh, round oh three. Boy. Yeah, round three. Bold the prediction. Inshawn, here we go. Yeah. Lay it on us. Okay, Can so you give us a guarantee? No way in hell. No. <laughs> so bold prediction here. Round three. I'm mm -hmm. going to state that WTH versus whatever the winner coming out of CF4 uh, MPA and Exodus HLTC 
this might be a finals match that we're actually seeing early in round three. I can see definitely one of four of these teams, just the way it's going to work is going to make it all the way to the finals without being undefeated. But I have a feeling these teams are going to wind up going into the redemption bracket are going to be wanting coming back. And uh, we possibly could see the exact same match we see in round three in the finals. That's that's how good this is going to be. Mm-hmm. So I could I could agree with that four, sentiment. Yeah, these last four teams are all all really good, really experienced. Right. WTH has been in has been dominant in the HL comp scene for about a year now. Right. Um, CFR and MPA are both very experienced in comp, been around for a while. Very successful. Exodius. Uh, also very good. Um, yeah. I mean, who, as we've all talked about multiple times, and, whoever yeah. makes it and, through and the all, all these teams have been what a five yeah. zero roll on every matchup, right? So it's it's yeah. rocking a hard place. I think these all these matches are going to be really solid fights. You know, we've yeah. all these teams have had five zero rollers going into this level. So so <laughs> it's C Dub, good. I, I appreciate you coming back. As always, we'll catch you uh, on our next episode with the sports uh, update here. The uh, thanks, Dub. Competitive, but uh, adios. In, Thank you very much. So, uh, well, that's 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 all the around the news. Um, I've kind of talked about teased a little bit better on the show. Uh, Digi, uh, we when we were talking about what we wanted on for next show, we actually wanted to kind of tackle uh, the Asian community rise. And in order to get mm-hmm. the right people on, uh, we actually had to record a segment yesterday uh, to be able to work with the time zones and everything. Uh, did you want to kind of go ahead and te- uh, talk about a little bit what you did here before we rolled the tape? Well, yeah, before we roll the tape, so we brought in a couple guys, uh, you know, one from our community and then one from HKFT, uh, Jane Ganger. Um, I mean, he's all the way down under. So when we did our recording yesterday to bring it in today, it was already Sunday for him. So, yeah, no, this was a really good segment we put in. It's just a special little interview section we did kind of teases through the new and up and coming international growth and development of the game. So by all means, roll clip. Hello and welcome to a special edition of Hell Let's Interview. I'm joined by two special guests. Um, I'm joined with Walking PTSD, who is on the webcam to my, I don't know which side he's on, but he's waving. Uh, he, he is uh, Training Camp's very own. And then I'm also joined in by Zhang Ganger, I, I hope I'm saying that right, Who's comes from the HKFT community down under. Um, these are really great guys. I'm happy to have them on. And we've got a nice international conversation to have with you, the audience. Um, Zhang, we'll start with you. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your involvement with the HLL community? Oh, firstly, thanks for, for having me on. Um, yeah, so uh, I've been playing PC games since I was a kid. But never really been involved with an online community. Um, I think when uh, last year kind of struck, I found a lot more time on my hands and uh, and being stuck on doors. And I think I watched a game of Hell Let Loose and tried it out, and it was uh, a lot of fun. And started playing on um, Aussie servers. Uh, I'm based out in uh, in Hong Kong. Uh, the name Shangang started off as a bit of a joke because it means uh hong kong in mandarin uh, my wife is from mainland china so we always refer to it as uh, a shangang so shanganger being a hong konger was where the name came from so i started playing on the uh, the aussie servers met a bunch of people down there uh, started playing more regularly uh, ended up joining a hfkt so one of the uh, the bigger clans and um yeah just just really just kind of fell in love with this game and this uh, this community um, and ever since, uh, just been uh, producing um, 
content and having my kids walk in um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no doubt no doubt I, I see you active on the forums and you know many games yeah. that you're you're stretching across the time zone so this is a special recording we're doing on saturday night to put it into the live show going on right now um as you'll see in the uh, as it transitions through so this is uh this is a great opportunity to meet some uh people kind of uh, and, and really talk about like the community in the international scope. So Zheng just said you're from Hong Kong and, you know, like, again, you, you found the game possibly through a video. I know myself, I think I just stumbled upon a video and oh, that looks cool. And I like arcade shooters and World War Two is a cool genre. And it just goes to show like anybody can pick it up at any time. Um, I think that's fascinating. Like walking about. What about you? Like, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what what's your involvement with the HL community? Yeah, absolutely. So, hi, I'm Mocking, and uh, I'm an international student studying in the United States. And uh, I play video games uh, while uh, growing up, and uh, I um, I sort of picked this picked up this game um, after being uh, getting tired of playing uh, uh, Rising Storm Two and the Red Orchestra Two because the game is not getting more update, and uh, I've sort of loving the um, semi-hardcore arcade shooter games. And um, again, I saw a video of people playing Hell at Loose. I said, wow, this game has uh, you know, a lot of good atmosphere and uh, game, mecha game mechanic. And, um, it's until, very, until I, I strafe you, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I, I think this guy has got like a, a magnet on his dome because I, I always end up strafing. But we're, the record's still at two in one match, though, right? Exactly. Yep. Okay. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. It's not that bad, you know. It's it just always seemed to be, you know, you're my only kill with a strafing run. <laughs> no, like, and then I found out, wow, what a cool game, you know. And um, <laughs> then I started playing more and becoming more evolved. Mm -hmm. uh, until I found the Hell I Lose training camp and the Vicious HLTC, our our uh, uh, our community, and uh, I decided to stay because it's filled with wholesome people and, uh, um, you know people willing to communicate to have a wonderful gaming experience yeah i myself like again I, I i don't think i'd be playing hell let loose um you know to this day like i've got about an a year year and a few couple months into the game but i definitely would have tapered off a of long time ago if had i not come across a great community and i think this could probably be said for you Zhang. like it's uh, communities are what make this game what it is and i think that's what we deeply value um once you get in you're you're happy i mean there's just so many people with like-minded play style and you know the, the humor like what you know what started as hell let loose uh here in training camp we've evolved into several other variations and different games and we just like hanging around each other you know uh it's it's amazing what the community building aspect that this one game can bring about um like saying like uh how did you see yourself like kind of molding into the HKFT, like uh, I know you guys are really starting to get more into the competitive scene, um, you know, and like what what's your normal group up meetup like here? We just meet up in the PTT push to talks uh, channel and we're just gaming every night, just playing a round of public matches. Like, is that similar for you? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, so we we have a couple of servers that we normally play on. Uh, so Big D, uh, it's an affiliated kind of gaming group. Um, so we use their servers. Uh, but mostly we jump in the discord um we have a couple of channels one is just for kind of chilling and playing um which probably more chilling than playing um <laughs> happens there and then we have you know a few more kind of serious channels if people want to kind of squad up and um, and play like that but you know there's a there's a really big kind of active uh hell let loose community in um in oce there's a few other kind of big clans um uh 
that are growing as well. So we have some pretty good, um, pretty good matches. Um, we also started um, weekly events on a Monday night. Uh, we get organized and usually it's HFKT versus uh, other clans. And then sometimes we alternate and just do uh, mixed teams. But yeah, everyone's really beginning to kind of get into the competitive scene, you know, playing the game as it's meant to be played. Um, that's what we're kind of really starting to enjoy and, uh, um, and just making the most of that and having that good time. Yeah, no, I, a hundred percent. I think it's the growing development. Like you're, you're seeing the early stages and you guys like, I, you Aussies have, uh, uh, well, you oceanic players, I should say, cause, uh, you know, in the consideration of today's talk, what we want to go into is there's a lot of talent just, uh, swirling around meeting up and, and, and playing the game we all love. Um, Zheng, I kind of want to point this question to you. I know you've been active on the Reddit forums and, uh, a staunch, staunch, uh, activist for the anti-region locking mechanism uh could you go into that a little bit more as to why region locking uh, a game like hell let loose is might not be the best solution for the long-term growth of the game to me i, I definitely think it's a bad way to go um i think given the nature of this game it's it's quite a niche market um which appeals to a smaller audience so you know we're not on the scale of PUBG or, or cod or anything like that um i think you know Specifically, that um, concept of region locking is around cheaters, and I think what I've seen across um, across this game, regardless, is everyone is anti-cheat. Mm-hmm. If as soon as there's a cheater, you know, there's very active admins in this community. People will immediately be called out. You know, the vote kick system is it actually works when there's a cheater, um, and you know, people just stamp, uh, you know, clamp down pretty hard on that stuff. Um, so. I, I, I personally think like those people that realize that are new to the game, uh, that this isn't COD, uh, it's not a run and gun, um, and there's some tactics, will we'll soon leave. And then we'll be left with those people that actually really enjoy it, like all of us who then um, you know, will, will build uh, this community. And what I think is also interesting with the, the influx of, of, of more Asian players is most of them are coming in kind of post-update 7. Mm-hmm. So... We're we're all still hung up on the you know no more red garrisons <laughs> yeah and and I'd be interested to see like what kind of things do they think about the meta in the game having never had that kind of bias of red garrisons and ninja garrisons so you know I think great ideas can ultimately come from anywhere so I think you know one of the great things about this community and the development team is that they're so open to listening to the feedback that comes from the community so I think we're ultimately tapping into a complete other you know unbiased kind of view of where this game could potentially go and what and what it could do so i I think you know it's um it would be a terrible kind of shame to kind of lock out Mm -hmm. an entire region uh just because of the actions of a few um and as i said um i really i really think it's a great opportunity especially for us in um in this region in this time zone trying to you know also you know arranging competitive scrims and things like that that's really going to be beneficial for us to kind of grow the competitive scene in this part of the world because it's pretty challenging with time zones and things like that so to me it's um yeah there'd there'd be a lot more kind of negatives than positives from from that kind of action if, if that makes sense no, 100%. I, I can't agree with you more. I mean, I think like the old element is, you know, we, you know, we've been trying to get scrims just between the training camp and HKFT and all the Aussies down there. And we, we were able to pull it off once, but it does work against us, you know, trying to find that best time. And I, I think yeah. it's just trying to develop those regional, you know, competitive scenes where you might have like several communities battling out for be the top of Oceania or top of North America, top of Europe. I mean, we, we were actually kind of seeing that a little bit in the HL season 
seasonal with we've got one community out of South America, some North American and a lot of European teams that are battling it out. But it does get a little harder once you start to get to that southern hemisphere area where it's a little bit more limited, um, closer to the time international timeline. Uh, so I don't know, walking like what are, what are your thoughts into like competitive development and uh, just general growth and com- uh, community development in that area? Like, do you do you see potential? Um I definitely see uh, I definitely see a lot of potential in the competitive scene in the uh, I say um, eastern atmosphere involving mm-hmm. uh, inv- involving uh, Australia Australian you know the Australian uh, the entire continent of Australia and uh, as well as Asia in general mm-hmm. um, there will in, in and the, you're right indeed there was a there is a lot of new player influx but I do have to point out there were a lot of uh, there was a, there was a, a bigger player base already before they exist before the influx the recent uh, large influx of the uh, Asian players and uh, they were doing scrimmage against uh, against the uh, against the European team mm-hmm. and uh, against the European team um, long time before that and um, uh, for the people who decide to stay after they you know try out the game for I don't know a couple weeks find some clients and uh, they will become more competitive and uh, uh, the competitive scene will become will become more and more mature ish like what they do what they do have in North America and what they have in Europe as well absolutely there's definitely a forging moment where i think the more time played and i think intron said it uh last episode uh, or the episode prior was you know treat it treat it the current situation like it's that free player weekend there's so many new faces so many people just running around i mean i i swear i read on reddit maybe every other day how there's a lack of tutorial but then people post these videos like watch it but (laughs) the amount of people that actually watch or want to participate you know like you can't it's hard to put a percentage and uh, you know in a grouping that might you know like this z- wave of people that might come in at this moment or that moment i think it's always been the same as you get new people that don't know what they're doing and they just want to play the game that they saw in that cool video once right i know i was that person i definitely i think opened it up just like every single one of you that has played the game has probably opened up their first kill probably was a team kill <laughs> like I, I i back in the days when you know the text mm-hmm. text chat was hey extend your 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 friendly markers out to 500 meters you know that was like always a thing uh, posted up in the uh, chat was you know like you don't know until you play it and then you get those little niche moments where you're like oh yeah um I'm not really sure what to do here. Or what's the new meta per se? Like, again, we're it's it's an alpha game that's constantly being evolved into the final product. Um, things are being changed. Um, you know, tutorials are being made up, you know, independently by third parties. And there's some really good ones out there um, that anybody can go and watch and get a good grasping on how to play the game. It's just kind of in those new players to do that research on their own to kind of come back in or you better yet pair up with a community i mean it can't be said enough i think and everybody that might be watching this video uh, or good majority of you might be involved with that community scene but if you are just hey trying to figure out what is hell let loose 
do yourself the biggest favor get in with a good community i mean we, we had our last episode go through the community list um there's a lot of them out there and a lot of different actum active zones uh you know depending on where you are in the world and as we're about to find out like there's some communities growing in the chinese uh areas as well so it's really exciting to see where this game is stepping into um with the community building and i really think you're gonna get really good players uh a month two months from now I, it, it really it will not take that long for the people that did not want to buy in to to get out um and i i don't know what your guys's sentiment i think is similar but i i i see i see I, my guess is one to two months um and and we'll start to have some more players knowing okay i i need to go this way and the you know the points over here and <laughs> you don't have the stragglers and oh it does help to use a mic to communicate or you know this this or that situation but uh <laughs> we'll see it's definitely exactly. something to see um and wait on but i you know get through it like we did every other free player weekend and i i think everybody will be like oh okay yeah i guess that i guess everybody kind of does suck when they start right yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think exactly. i think like they because they, they keep mentioning it as well in the in the dev briefs like you don't even need to go that in depth i think it's really the new players um what i'd love to see is just two or three videos in the game which mm -hmm. just tell you what the game modes are because that piece just doesn't exist oh my so gosh. most people <laughs> no. most people don't <laughs> no. even know no. the difference between offense and warfare so i think if you literally had like some world war ii style briefing you know um you're talking like just green saying, film camera yeah exactly yeah, 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 exactly. You, know, <laughs> you know something like that just saying this is your objective this is you know if you hold this you win <laughs> this it's about territory you know these are how you spawn you know a simple two to three you know five minute max video i think if you have that just for the player base make it mandatory that they watch it you don't even need that kind of tutorial just so people understand the game that they're mm -hmm. playing i think that would be, be it because you don't need to know about nodes and everything like that i think for me it was like 300 hours before i'd sussed out what <laughs> nodes were um uh but but yeah like i think you know just the really kind of basic stuff if that's addressed then i think it will help out kind of massively and then like you said it's about it's about seeking out those those communities and those good players and one of the things that i started to do after a while was realize it's finding the best squad so before i was kind of mm -hmm. at that point where i wanted to squad lead it's like looking okay what rank is he what's his support what is a you know support effectiveness score i'm going to jump in his squad because he's going to know what he's doing uh, and then you just seek out those players uh, you know, and then you, 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 you nailed it by yeah. saying look out for the guy with the highest support score i think that is one of the best ways to learn all the intricate details because <laughs> you know the guy who's putting down um, high thousand uh support score is probably going to be hey the guy that's got a, an outpost up every every two minutes too <laughs> Exactly. Uh, exactly. Some garrison as well. Yeah. yeah. You'll start to get that, uh, you know, natural integration. And it's like, you know, I think the best role is not the lead role when beginning, but find that guy that loves like he main squad lead. Try and get in that guy's squad. I, I remember my first time I was playing is like, holy crap, you know, I want to be in the squad that's getting the top category uh, points. You know, I, like I want in there and I'll wait until the next round just to knock on that door. Hey, would you have me? Uh, you know teach me this or teach me that and i think that's 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 really the natural way people should learn in this game is try and get with the best if you can um and definitely keep keep that connection like it's amazing how i'll play with a game with some people and it's like hey i'm me on steam afterwards because i'll definitely be catching some more games with you you know like you know it, and it's it's like it's amazing how quickly that conversation when you have the conversation in a squad level it's like whoa 
you know, this guy's actually fun to play with and I'm learning some things, right? <laughs> I, like, mm-hmm. I mean, walking, I, I, you know, under your tutelage some days on Commander, I, I, I have learned a thing or two. Um, and, you know, <laughs> like there's those moments where you're like, oh, I wouldn't have thought about it like that, right? It's, it's exactly. just, you know, I think in that, you know, if it's a cultural thing to the sensibility of like, it's just, hey, it's a, that person's way of thinking, you know, develop yourself into like, well, what's the best strat? You know, did I think of it? Don't don't get stuck in a paradigm way of thinking about anything yeah. in this game. I mean, it's, and it's I, I find as well, it's like it's it's so easy to kind of get hung up in in the meta and you're, you're thinking and you get this tunnel vision of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's some uh great players there's a particular player in um in australia um he's active on reddit as well called grim tim and i feel like he's he's very good like more of a kind of i'd say like a poker player because he's reading what the other team are doing it's not about what we're doing it's about what are they doing and and you know just being able to read the map and you know i think that's one of the one of the key things that's so underrated is looking at what's happening on your side, but also looking at what's not happening. You know, where are they? Where aren't they? Um, and being able to kind of predict that. And I think that's, you know, one of the kind of, you can't, you can't um, fake that kind of knowledge and that kind of mm-hmm. level of kind of skill. That's something that just comes over time. As I say, playing with those great players and they, you know, when they point out and they call out, you're like, oh, I didn't even think of that. I didn't realize that. That's, that's what you need to kind of be doing. It's, um, it, it, it's, you know, that, reinforcement and learning and then you, you you begin to think things differently and you think about okay if i do this this is where they're going to be so i think Absolutely. yeah definitely finding those um those <laughs> good players more is, armchair generals coming out of this game for sure <laughs> you know <laughs> just starting to think about that more of in like a tactical sense than i go here and i either cap it or i don't uh, <laughs> uh Zhang, i know you talked about what you'd like to see for the developers in a sense of like tutorials and i, I definitely stand by that standpoint even just a short little video what do you think about uh what would you like or recommend to see in just a general server, like in a community server, what do you think the communities that are doing it right have built in? Um, and where would you like to see that kind of a broadcast feeling um, in most community servers? Like, what's a good thing you like to see? I think an active admin community mm-hmm. that that encourages good play, because you can have admins who are there to police, but you can have admins that encourage good good gameplay. So I think that's, that's a good thing to see. Um, we have a really you know, active admin community on the on the servers that we play, and it's 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 trying to make that a uh, great experience for everyone. Um, you know, we, we have a one of the largest clans, so mm-hmm. it, it's quite easy for us to end up stacking. So, you know, we'll get a friendly. Hey, do you guys want to split up on the uh, on oh, the next no, round? Don't, you don't know, worry. that's the same. That's the same mentality you're trying <laughs> to carry here, and you're like, oh my god, I didn't realize we had thirty players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, uh, so. Yeah. But they've got a couple of community guys on the other team. No, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> we got to break so, the split. And so uh, definitely, and, and and that's only going to benefit you as well. You know, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're playing, you know, e- you know, more competitive players, um, your your game's only com- going to compare. And I think ultimately, that's what everyone enjoys when you have those real kind of intense battles. Um, when it's a steamroll, it may be fun if you're on the winning team, but um. Yeah, not if you're on the losing team, and I think that kind of uh, kills kill serving. Team, yeah. it, it just gets it just gets old after a while. You know, you've done. Yeah, one. exactly. It's like oh god. Yeah. So you try and make um, the emphasis to flip over. <laughs> so one thing that I'd love to see on mm-hmm. on kind of servers is, as I said, after that tutorial is is people not throwing away the advantage. You know, it's the current meta of supply truck, garrison, 
cap center we've got the advantage and then we just all run off and then lose the middle point and then we're defending for the rest of the game so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i'd well, love to resonate with the player you know that's that's the player base you know whatever it may be in command chat at the time but hopefully it's you know yeah i, <laughs> I always thought that was a north american thing where we just uh, run away after we've capped it but <laughs> no no that's universal and so interestingly i've been jumping on a lot of uh, of chinese servers as well mm -hmm. just to kind of see how how things yeah exactly the same <laughs> wherever you are new players wandering off and not doing what they're what they're told so it's a universal global uh global situation that we face there but you know as i say that comes from um education but oh yeah, yeah i think absolutely before before the dev works something out with the um instruction per se you gotta have to you know stand out to lead these new pe new uh, new players and show them ar around hey this is how the game is supposed to be played you, you get more fun this way and uh you know talk more so we know how you're doing and uh what we can help you with something you don't understand in that <laughs> well, mm -hmm. I'd like to carry the conversation over since walking uh, is is our on the on ground investigative uh, reporter as uh, per se, and he actually has reached out to a couple of the HL communities over in China, and you know he he asked him some questions. Well, what's what what would you like to see? What are you thinking? Like, what's the big issues? And these are the results that we got back from that. And walking, if you'd like to break us down on what all this means. Oh yeah, absolutely. So as you can see, the um, I got the I got uh, I put out a survey um, to see what what do they think about the game, positive feedback, negative feedback, and uh, you know suggestions to the devs as a um, general Asian players in the Asian area. And um, I put out a survey through this uh, through this uh, wonderful ch uh, Chinese community. Uh, one of the largest in China, per se, um, is called uh, HLL Vanguard Army School, uh, or what you call HLL Xianqian uh, Army School. And mm -hmm. uh, the, the team leader, uh, PopMoz76, wonderful guy, um, helped me put out this survey. And um, as you can see, they most of them have said in the survey that they saw you know the cool video, and um, <laughs> they get this. They saw the cool video um, on the uh, on the so on the social media or on the uh, or on the um, or on the that video was, uh, site. That was the hell. Let's talk uh, video we put out uh, last exactly, time. Exactly. Right? That's, <laughs> that's, that's bringing them in. <laughs> that's in the um, that's in the when we talk about in la uh, in um, in. In previous Hell Let's Talk video, they saw that, and then they got motivated and eventually got the game. They want to be as cool as that guy in the video, right? That guy was a stud. And, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, then some of this, uh, then um, then what they then they think, you know, the game looks uh, give them a real atmosphere. And uh, some of them is their first time playing this semi hardcore. Uh, semi-hardcore, um, you know, a blend with hardcore shooter and arcade shooter. Um, most of them before, I don't know, PUBG, CS:GO, and all that. You know, uh, more, uh, more of the arcade, uh, more of the arc more on the ar mm -hmm. arcade side. And they stayed because they this game offered them a unique experience, so that's good. And um, they uh, and the, I, I do see some of them talk about the, uh, the, the the uniform of the game and the art design, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. And um, but uh, uh, when we get to the negative side, is that uh, uh, the, the, it's a common issue is what we 
Hell I Lose player in what we have in common, which is a VoIP issue, right? Um, as you can see, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of that, and um, also there is the performance issue uh, mm -hmm. that has been that has been bugging a lot of players. I know there were some perf large performance issue when the Carrington map came out in update seven, and uh, then eventually they patched it out. But um, they do they do hope to encourage Dev to keep improving the game in a term that uh, they they can run into uh, uh, more for affordable computers uh, compu uh, computer uh, settings right mm -hmm. and um, to the to the to, uh, and the absolutely to the su suggestion to the devs is that uh, they do want to know um, how to play the game um, as a new players because absolutely there was a massive influx of new player new Asian players right and uh, to make things worse the localization of the game is not complete so uh, double uh, so double whammy right there um, mm -hmm. they don't they don't speak the language and they do not know how to play the game so uh, I heard uh, from what I I've been observing in the Chinese community is that um, the player base after Sura posts a video mm -hmm. bumped from 700 to 2,000. In this like, community that you asked uh, these, the yes. survey of. Wow. Yes. Wow. Um, so the, uh, so um, they ha it has become an issue. Is that the new player keeps asking about how to play the game. Mm -hmm. And there were not enough veteran players, per se, to teach them how mm -hmm. to play the game. It's like um, think about I don't know, uh, Mama Goose sitting about Baby Goose, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's just a triple, double amount of Baby Goose, around right? To hurt, hurting cats, yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> um, so uh, I mean, I mean, again, this game is an early, uh, early developed game. A lot of people in the survey says, you know. We understand that, and we um, respect the devs, and they give them a little bit more patience um, to, you know, to complete the game and uh, to gradually improve the uh, the player experience. And um, yeah, general, I believe they are just as same as the general hellless player, uh, hellless player around the globe. They mm -hmm. have the same issue. We, we face the same problem, and uh, you know. Those who decide to those new players decide to stay are experiencing what we are experiencing. Zhang, uh, do you have any words for like the Chinese player that might be watching this video right now? Like, uh, what what would you encourage them to do and uh, actively, you know, like, hey, what 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 do you think would be the best piece of advice you could give a new player? You know, it doesn't have to be in China, I guess. In that sense, like, I know we may have spoke to just join a community, but do you have any words you'd like to part in? I think it is. I think it was all just about seeking out. And, and looking at what other people are doing in game if uh if you see uh you know good players if you see like someone with a higher rank um and a good uh a good score then they probably know what they're doing so observe <laughs> i think that's oh i'm 192 <laughs> and i still have my dumb moments but that might just because uh <laughs> i'm just clueless <laughs> half the time anyways <laughs> but 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 i i think you know if if you can seek out those good players then Generally, that's where your enjoyment level will increase. Mm -hmm. I, you know, for me personally, it's when you have an awesome squad, um, when everyone's talking, when everyone's sticking together, when everyone's playing the game. Um, that's 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 when this game is at its best. So I think you know, 
communicate if you don't have a mic. Um, you know, I remember when I, f- this, this is the first game that I've kind of ever played kind of online and talked. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I remember my wife would sit there like, who are you talking to? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, these people in Australia, but like, um, <laughs> you know, as, as weird and uncomfortable as it was, you get used to it and, you know, you find it's a necessity of the game. And um, yeah, so I think, you know, just communicate find those good players um and and that's where the enjoyment comes from and i'm gonna push it out to you veteran players hey look out for these new guys coming in you don't know what kind of talent they could have in them you know i i i put it in you know if you're gonna run squad lead make the time to answer any questions and it could be as simple as like hey welcome to hell let loose like i hope you're having a good time if you got a question just ask Cause you know, like that would go so far into somebody who might be in their, their first game or their 30th game. You, you never know who you might run into and they could be your lifelong pal afterwards. You don't know, you know, that's where I think the community building and just general be good to other good people. Like, uh, I think in my stance and when I'm squad leading, I will not kick you out unless you start to deviate from the idea of like, okay, we're a squad. Let's, you know, we got to, you know, if you're attacking the next point, but we're like losing our middle point, I'm going to get a little mad with you, but uh, you know, make the effort to kind of be cohesive, communicate. I don't care if you don't have a mic even, you know, like I'll yep. say, if you don't have a mic, just send a text and chat, like, Hey, you can listen. I'm all good with that. But if you're using me just to be playing a, a shooter game, that's when I might give you the boot. But I think in the sense, HL veteran players make time for those lower levels. Um, it could go a long way and you never know who you might stumble into. And you, and you can even do that passively as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as, sim- as simple as just saying, p- placing a move marker and explaining oh, yeah. why. Like, you know, oh, we're yeah. going to move here before we attack because this is their likely position of their garrison, for example. We're going to hold this flank because this is their likely approach. This is the, the key piece of ground that we need to be holding, you know, and just passively explaining why you're moving your squad to that particular location or doing a particular action. We'll get those people thinking, oh, okay, that makes sense, you know. Um, so I think, you know, that's a something that you can just do as you're explaining your thought process as a squad leader um, mm-hmm. to help others uh, learn as well. Yeah. And it's, it, it's, it's amazing when they come back to you at the end of the match, like, Hey, that was the most fun I've had in this game. I mean, I, you, you get that and you just know what you did is you just made somebody's night, you know, that they, no, they might've struggled absolutely. and they've been in shit, shit squad situations the whole <laughs> time they've been playing. And they found that really good one. You know, it, that's what, that's what makes it fun. You know, when, when you can offer somebody just by just simply breaking down your thought process and like, Hey, you know, we're doing this and you know, you, you're playing the game how it's intended to be played. You know, you're maximizing it. I think that's the best value. Um, you know, I, I, I love this conversation guys. And I, I do have to, I, I want to go back to, to, you know, walking's investigative stuff. He's got a, a cultural slang term that I want to just put up there, um, to <laughs> kind of go back to the Chinese culture and how they look at, uh, some of these so-called hacking, um, abilities. So walking, you want to break it down for me on that? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So as you can see, Guard is a term that uh, tra- tra- translate into orphans, right? And uh, this is a, a slang or a you know humiliating word we call the hackers in video game in Ch- in China. Is that uh, you know they don't get re- re- they don't get love and pride in real life, so they have to cheat in video game to in order to get it. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's 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 about that's that that's the about sentiments that. the same. You know, culture to culture doesn't matter. I think everybody is just. Dis- 
buys is the cheater because i mean what's to gain when you have to use an exploit or you know a piece of code in order to play a game i yeah don't see exactly. the fun in it so. Yeah, I think that's far far more polite than how we'd describe it. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you, you guys on the, down under <laughs> have your way with words. Uh, let's just say that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and is there any other closing comments you guys would like to talk? I think we've had a real good chat, and I, you know, I appreciate you guys making the time. Um, I think it's wonderful. Thank you, Walking, for doing some research for us and getting in touch with the Hell at Loose communities in China. And thank you, Zhang, for your insight into what it's like playing in a like down in that region um, and where the focus might be shifted as like ah, we're getting swamped with all these new players and their China's ruining things. But ultimately, you know, it's the same. It's the same expression. Um, globally and that's what this the message we want to get across here at hell let's talk is it's the international community that is making the community i think it's everywhere and every little bit contributes to what makes hell at loose great um and that's my sentiment um but if you if you have any closing comments saying you'd like to put in there no i, I think you um you pretty much summarized it <laughs> nailed uh, it nailed it pretty, yep. pretty well yeah, yeah so no uh, thank you very much for kind of having us on and allowing us to kind of represent um yeah i just uh as i said love this community as, as much as i love the game um and looking forward to to seeing where it goes in the future so cheers oh, yeah. for giving us uh, a chance to talk well, I appreciate it. And you know, the door is always open. I think we'll have uh, some community chats with uh, you boys uh, very soon. So thank you, Zhang. Thank you, Walking. Um, and with that, it's a wrap. Thanks for watching. All right. Hell. All right. And with that, the, the pre-recorded segment is a wrap. Digi, I, I want to say thank you, man. That was a great segment you were able to do because of time uh, slots. I think a lot of valuable things came out of that, of uh, realizing that there's more that unites us, more that we have in common that we have separating, uh, the, the view that we take towards uh, hacking in this game, anybody that kind of plays on an unethical basis uh, is universal. It's not you know just a unique region, um, and the region locking, I think, was a very important thing, so thank you for doing that, Digi. Too good, uh, but again, from that end of, the, of that segment, again, Jang, uh, walking, you guys were fantastic. I appreciate your guys' insight. Yep. Um, that was just wonderful. Thanks for making the time uh, to have that conversation. It was much needed, and I think we gained a lot out of it. Um, I, again, much appreciated. Um, but Indeed. to continue on with the current show, I think we have some funny clips to end her out. Uh, we got a new little spot we want to kind of pitch in, and again, we're going to need the community's help to continue to make this thing a live thing. But we've got this thing called the blueberry of the show. Do you yep. want to roll the clip? Oops. One at F4 keypad one. Another one at Delta's mark. Barry, move! Barry, move! Move, Barry! It happens every time. They all become blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do oh not stand gosh. in the middle of the road when the truck is driving. So this... <laughs> This was the blueberry just, of the show. Uh, yeah, and oddly enough, named Barry. So I think it was, it's just, just a good one to start her on. Um, you know, it's, I mean, it's people kind of come at it and, you know, they're not there. And whether he was AFK or what, I don't know. Let's stare yeah. at his map. Who knows? And that, that <laughs> was made by Digi. If you did catch it there on the text or you want to rewind on the YouTube, it says Digi would have ran him over. No, I'm just totally. <laughs> Totally. I would have sent it. <laughs> could, serve, could serve the manpower, even of an AFK blueberry. But uh, anyway, Digi, this episode has been a journey. It's been a journey. Uh, quite, we will, quite. We will never we will never again talk about Viavox uh, for fear that the curse is put onto the show. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but what, what we will talk about is once again uh, saying uh, great things about what's going on with the winter seasonal. Uh, everybody that's streaming it, everybody participating, everybody supporting it on the back end. Uh, great things. So there, uh, Digi. I mean, you said uh, for there for that that clip. Uh, a lot of a lot of things for there. Um, uh, Digi, you also mentioned. Uh, about submitting you want to talk to about how they can submit this stuff? yeah definitely submit your ideas photos videos graphics anything you got uh for next show it could very well appear um so we do most of our scrounging through all the channels but it definitely helps when you give us that good content straight to us um you can reach out to us on uh, the training camp uh you can direct message us on discord um digi shadow and inchon uh, you can even send a message here to Inchon Inchon 2 on Twitch. Uh, we got our Twitter. There's lots of various ways you can, guys can connect to us. But uh, yeah, I just want to, you know, leave you with a little fun uh, with yeah. Inchon and myself as the butt of the joke, as it always seems to be. But uh, the question was three signs you're becoming boring. What do we got, Inchon, for this one? Yep. So we're going to leave so you with this. This is three what signs. internally, this is yeah. internally what the training camp thinks of our show. This, yeah, this is our, our with friends like this, who needs enemy, but three, That's I leave right. you with this three signs. You're becoming boring. Here it is. I got a question. That's gotta make it into the show, man. We're gonna have to cut that one into the show. Screen cap that for later. It's so split. It's so split. Oh my god. So perfect. So perfect. I appreciate it and uh, appreciate you. Thanks, guys.